All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the GSN Podcast. I'm here with my mans, Ro and Tristan. Y'all know how we do it over here, man. Today we got a good show coming for y'all, so kick back, grab a coffee, whatever you want to sip on, and let's get into it. Today we're going to be starting the first of our NBA Division by Division analysis series, covering each team's season outlook going to the 2021-2022 NBA season. Up first, we got the Eastern Conference Central Division, man. We got the Bucks, the reigning defending champion Bucks. A good, low-key, to me, Pacers team. Cavs, they got a couple pieces, but uh, we'll get into it. A new-look Bulls team completely revamped their roster. And uh, Duffin, you know what I'm saying? Pistons loaded with a lot of young talent, but not really sure on their roster. But we'll, we'll get into all that. I guess I'll start first with the uh, the Bucks. So how we're going to be going through this, man, we're going to go with our record predictions, uh, our all-star predictions, um, the most likely all-star on each team, uh, the most a sleeper pick um, all-star on each team, the most improved player on each team. And for most teams, we'll try to get their trade target, but some teams, I, I just couldn't think of it. And then we'll at the end, we'll wrap it up with extras. So, like I said, I'll start with the Bucks. Um, I mean, not too much to say about the Bucks. They're just going to be dominant again. I feel like they'll be in a race again with the Nets for that top spot in the East. Um, their starting lineup next year, I think, is going to be Drew, Grayson Allen, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and then Lopez at the five. And then off the bench, you got George Hill, which I think is a great addition. Um, Pat, they got Jordan and Wara, who I think will step up next year as well. Bobby Portis, Rodney Hood, and then Dante DiVincenzo when he comes back. Now, for roster additions with these guys, they re-signed Bobby Portis, who I think was a great, great re-signing. Um, you're not going to find – he averaged 11-7 and seven on 21 a game. I mean, on 21 minutes a game, uh, shooting 52% from the field, 47 from three, and 74% from the free throw line. You're not going to find that production off the bench for a lot of bigs at all. You can play him at multiple spots in multiple lineups. He can also play the small ball five in certain lineups. And you already know what you're going to get from Bobby Portis. You're going to get hustle and steady shooting. I mean, that's what he's out there to do. He's out there to shoot the ball. Power forward Patrick Beverly. That's right. Good. Like, that's he's going to hustle. Right. <laughs> that's actually good. Um, my favorite signing by far in this division was Grayson Allen to the Bucks. Um, he He's going to take the Brian Forbes role. But with the injury to Dante DiVincenzo, Grayson Allen is such a great addition. Now, I've loved Grayson since he was in college. Um, a lot of people get caught up with the whole tripping stuff, but if you get away from that, like as a basketball player, Grayson Allen is a great basketball player. Um, he's a very, very, very underrated defender. Like, I don't think a lot of people talk about his defensive ability, but he competes at a high level. And he's a better scorer than Dante, Dante DiVincenzo, and he's a better sh- shooter than Dante DiVincenzo. And he's younger than Dante Dimitri. And he doesn't have the injury problems. I really, really like the signing for the Bucks because I think after next year, Grayson is a restricted free agent. Um, and after this year, Dante DiVincenzo is in a contract year this year. So his replacement may already be on the roster. Um, he's a sniper from downtown and can create and can handle some playmaking duties whenever they need to really like that. They also signed uh, Rodney Hood. I mean, I don't really know. I don't have much to say about Rodney Hood, honestly. I really feel like his career has not went the way that I thought it was. Um, I, I don't think his career has went the way that I thought it was. But he's a versatile scorer, I guess. I mean, he can get his own shot. I don't know. I got to see how he performs before I give a really 
definitive take on Rodney Hood. I don't and then we got played very much since a few years ago he tore his Achilles on the Blazers. Yeah. Oh, I don't I think mean, he, he did that much. He contributed to the Cavs though when they won the uh I mean when they were in the finals. He contributed a little bit to that Cavs team, but I, I don't know, man. I thought Rodney Hood was gonna be Yeah, I, I don't know. He he should be better. They also added semi Ojale. I'm a Celtics fan. Um I mean Ojale He's gonna play defense and try to hit threes. Try to hit threes. Um, they lost PJ Tucker, which for the Bucks, I mean, it's bad. But like for PJ Tucker, I don't understand why you would leave Milwaukee when you had a clear, defined role on a team that was gonna be in the finals most likely again. Um, I just don't understand why, or at least the Eastern Conference Finals, most likely again. I just don't understand for PJ why you would leave that situation to go to Miami, who I don't – they're going to be good, but I don't think they're – he he went to a worse team. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, All-Star, I mean, come on. We already know it's going to be honest. Like, whatever. Um, I mean, I got Middleton as a sleeper. He's not really a sleeper, but Middleton's consistently consistency or lack thereof sometimes combined with the team success could put him in the all-star reserve running. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty, pretty standard. And then most surprise, approved, probably for surprise all-star pick. I probably could agree. True. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think Drew's the, the East at the guard position is just too loaded, like too loaded. But it could be a situation how the jazz had last year. They got Mike Conley in somehow and, because they're the winningest team in the conference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I could see it, but okay. If you say Drew over John, Chris, I think I'm not. For, for surprise. I, I would no, be surprised not, if Chris Middleton makes it. That's my yeah. not over, Not over Chris Middleton, but yeah. if they have multiple people in, it's going to be them three. All right. But yeah. And then most approved on the squad, I mean, I already talked about him earlier. Grayson Allen uh, in a starting role because he's going to start. Um. I, I really think this is an opportunity for the more casual fan who may know who Grayson Allen is because of the whole tripping situation to really understand like how good of an actual basketball player he is. I, I think I think he's going to open a lot of people's eyes being on such a great team and being able to contribute to the fact that like he can actually hoop like like the tripping stuff. Yeah, but dude can he he can put the ball in the basket. But um oh. And by the way, I got the Bucks going uh fifty nine and I got them going fifty nine and twenty three this year. Um, I think Giannis will sit a couple games here and there to where they'll they'll drop a couple games, but they'll still be great. This will be a great team this year. Anything else you guys got to add? I just, I mean, my record predictions around the same. I put fifty five and twenty seven, and I don't really see Giannis's stats getting too much better or worse. I think he's just gonna kind of put up the same numbers for real. Maybe improve on free throw shooting. I hope. But that I mean I don't really see their numbers per se improving. Yeah, they're probably like a one, two at worst three seed. Giannis yeah. thirty or twenty nine and ten or eleven, two and a half blocks a steal. That's that's the average of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean the Bucks. I don't really like like we said. Like this is this almost the same roster as last year, outside of a few small guys like Brian Forbes not being there. Um, I honestly think they got better. Um, I really love Grayson Allen. Are you guys as high as, on Grayson Allen as I am, or am I tripping? Uh, he, I need to see something from him. You know I'm what I'm saying? I, 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 he showed me enough in that play-in game where he uh, 
he hit that one big shot. Like I think it was the corner of the wing. I don't know. He's, yeah, he played well enough to see. I can see like he can he can play NBA level basketball. I think he'll be a decent he can play role a player. Minutes. I don't know. I think I think that Pat Connaughton will start over him though. They, yeah, they I, do I I don't know, man. I think they're gonna keep Pat on the bench. I think he can replace all of Dante's, um, all of Dante the spot that Dante left. I think Grayson Allen can easily step into that role. Like, I mean, easily. I think anybody decent enough can probably do that. Because I'm talking about on the defensive end as well. Because Dante I mean, is a good defender as well. He, I think he's, he's an undersized guard. guard. I mean, what? But I mean, what more can you do as an undersized guard? He's not that big. I don't think I don't think he's that tall. He's like six, I think he's like three or six four. Three yeah. or six four. He's gonna get. I mean, you can't really stop too much at that height in the NBA. But you got it. True I mean, that. True that. But he's he's, he's gonna, tough. Like yeah. the effort. The effort is there. That's what I look oh, for it, in the it's guard. Definitely there. It's there. Yeah. The he effort won't have is to there. guard like the. He won't have to guard the bigger guard. Is that's that's Drew's job. Nah. So. I mean, last year this is what he put up last year on a, in a bench role. He shot. He he hit ten points a game. He averaged almost a steal. Ten points, three rebounds, two assists off the bench in twenty five minutes. Shooting forty two percent from the field, which is nothing crazy. But he shot forty percent from three. Yeah, that's good. Like he's a thirty percent career three point shooter. Like that's what he's going to be on the Bucks to do. Play good defense, play make at certain times, and hit the three ball. And I think he can do that just as well on, as Dante. Uh, he was on the Grizzlies last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was on. The, he's been on the Grizzlies the last two years, and he shot four, basically forty percent the last two years from three. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, like we said, man, the Bucks. But the Bucks are the Bucks. They're gonna be dominating game like regular season. Yeah, we, we know what we're gonna get from them in the regular season, and this playoffs they kind of showed us a little something different that they can do. So we'll see. True, 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 true. All right, let's uh let's go ahead and hop into Chicago because that's a that's a team with a lot Chirac. a lot different. <laughs> All right, so Bulls. I put for their key additions, we got Lonzo. He's a dynamic player in the full court setting, so transition, elite catch and shoot guy, and will give them a good uh, front line defense on guards and smaller forwards. And he'll he'll make the lower level talents a little bit better. Uh, for DeRozan, another key addition. Uh, he's actually become a really good, probably underrated playmaker in the half court set, which kind of is a good contrast to to Lonzo himself because he's a more of a full court playmaker. He's more of a two in the half court, to be honest. Um, yeah. DeRozan, we already know what he is when he's slashing to the rim. He's he's some he gets up there. Um, hey, he's deadly from mid range, though. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. He has an elite mid range game, but yeah. I did say he could maybe negatively affect their spacing because he just doesn't shoot threes. Yeah, he he's not. All. He can't he can't spot up. I don't think a catch and shoot like that. I don't think he can. I wonder if he can't or he just doesn't. That's just yeah, I I don't know. That's my like. Can can he really not like? I I find it really hard for someone to be such a good mid range shooter, and like take difficult shots like that, but they can't just catch and shoot the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that does yeah, that make but, sense? Yeah, my thing with DeRozan though is like, what can you do without the ball? You average twenty something. You average like twenty points, right? What do you do without the ball when you're on offense? That that was the reason. Uh. That's one of my negatives because, like, he needs the ball, but he can't shoot. He's a good playmaker, but he's a 
very good at playmaker, honestly. Yeah. He ever seven he's assists. Yeah, he's capable. He got he got really good at that. But um, it's like he, I don't under like, I don't know. For negatives for the Bulls, I had that their defense is kind of sus, right? Lonzo and Patrick Williams are kind of good, but everyone else is kind of eh to bad. Yeah. But like I said before, um, well, I guess I didn't say it here before I talked to you guys about it, though. When these players have to do less on offense, they can exert more energy onto their defense. So hopefully they also picked up Caruso, which I think will help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. For key additions, I, I was keeping it at two, but yeah, Caruso is a pretty good addition to that. He's a right. If they want to play a defensive backcourt of Lonzo and Caruso, you still have some playmaking there. You still have some shooting there. You know what I'm saying? Just to yeah. kind of take a role. And off. to be fair, uh, I guess they could run that. Uh, put Levine at the three, and then because I know DeRozan played a lot of small ball four in uh, San, Antonio, San Antonio, so they. I guess they could run that. But like I said, like I'm like my point now. I mean. You got Lonzo and Caruso, right? But then you got Zach Levine, who's been kind of eh. DeRozan, he's eh. Vucevic, who's right. just not good. So that's my thing. But all good offensive players, they're sus defense, all of them. I feel Everything. really weird about their bench. Because if you look at their guys on their bench, yeah, I mean, you've I'm got... I'm looking at it. They, their bench is not the greatest. Right. I, I don't see, like... Caruso, Jones Jr., Kobe White, like I don't. Devin Dotson can shoot the three ball, but like outside of, where's the scoring going to come from? Wait, off the don't they have Wendell Carter? No, he they uh, got traded for uh, Vucevic. Yeah. Oh snap! He yeah, did. bro. So they got Kobe. I'm Kobe White's going to have to be that six man of the year type player, straight up. He just definitely leaves. or Caruso. And, I mean, he has the ability. No, nah, I don't. I think because. Russo's not a scorer like that, you know what I'm saying? Six men of the year Six. guards are all just scorers. Yeah. Yeah. And Kobe can fill that role. He, he can he, fill he, that he role. He can he's do that. Capable. He can do that. It's just, will he? You know what I'm saying? He's, he's been kind of inconsistent his first few years. But inconsistency in the six-man spot isn't the worst. You can, yeah. yeah you like, can live almost that. all of them are kind of iffy on consistency. That's why they don't so. start. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Get in the game and shoot a bunch of shots. Okay, basically. Yeah, just throw them up. Uh, for my most likely all-star, I had, obviously, Zach Levine. But I feel like if he has a, a, a down year, then the most likely could be Vucevic because he is a center and they need those front court spots, right? So you got to yeah. look at it from that. But their best player is Zach Levine, so he is their most likely all-star to me. Um, One that would be kind of surprising is maybe DeRozan. Um, I just think Lonzo, because DeRozan's gonna be at a forward spot this year, and then Lonzo, he just he's in a guard spot, and guards in this league are just elite now. And I don't see they, too they have a pretty there. tall backcourt, though. I'm not gonna lie. They do. They uh, got what? Uh, six, Lonzo. Six, Lonzo's six, like six seven, right? Six six. Uh, Levine's what? Six six, and then DeRozan's what? Six seven. Six seven. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. See, the more and more I think of this team, I'm really interested to see what offense they play. Because you got so many different style of players like on that offense. Like Levine can play off the ball. I definitely think Levine can play off the ball. You can run Levine off pin downs. You can run him off screen. You can do a lot with Levine. Lonzo kind of needs the ball to be, as far as his playmaking, to be at its peak, which is where he's at his best. Honestly, that's his best skill playmaking in his defense. Yeah, he's gonna 
ball. In the same thing with DeRozan, like he's gonna need the ball to do what he does best. Yep. Shoot that mid range and also complete. So it's it's very. I'm very interested to see how they work this whole thing. And then you got Vucevic down low. Yeah. Like you, that's a twenty and what ten guy down low. So I'm really interested to see the shot, the shot distribution. I'm really to see what sets they go to late in games because honestly, you can go to DeRozan or Levine, Levine late in games. Yep. And um, I I don't know. This team is very interesting. They got a lot of names, but I don't. Well, yeah. not a lot of names. They, they have a good starting of, lineup. They, yeah. Right. But like I said before, I don't see this team being. I don't. They're not a top five seed in the the East to me. They're not. They're not going to win enough games. I don't think they're going to win enough games to be a top five seed in the East. So my they're going to be somewhere. Your best player really hasn't learned how to win games in the NBA yet, for real. Zach Levine, right? Yeah. He was on the Timberwolves, and now he, he got traded for Jimmy Butler to the Bulls, right? So he hasn't learned how to win games for real yet. Vucevic, he's won some games in the league, but his player, I think most of his playoff teams are like under 500 teams that just sneak into like the eight or seven spot. So he's not a really a winner yet. DeRozan, he's DeRozan. Won- DeRozan's a winner. He's yeah. a winner. So, and then Lonzo has Caruso. Learned how to you win get some from Caruso as well. Caruso, you get some. He had Braun on his team. Yeah, but he's a he's a younger. Uh, what is it? A younger. Uh, what, I guess he's not younger. He's twenty seven, but he's younger in the league. I guess what, what's the word? Less less time. Less less experience in the league, and he was in the bench rolling out. So you can get some from him, but I don't. How much is it going to affect Zach Levine? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that was a crazy stat when they pulled up. Like, Zach Levine has only won. This is the first time in his career he's won four games since he was at UCLA. Yeah. That that's was, in, that, was that, that is a crazy stat. Um, another thing I want to bring up, too, before, before we wrap it up on the, the whole Bulls thing. The rookie that they added from Illinois. Now, I don't know if you guys watch too much college basketball, but uh, Illinois is very good now. Um. And I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm just going to call him A.O. Y'all know what I'm talking about, though. He's a guy I'm very interested to see how they use. He's six foot five, 200 pounds. The dude can hoop. Like, he can, he can play. He's only 21 years old. Um, and I think he has some, some good two-way capability. But I'm, as we always talk about with rookies, right, it's whether they're willing to put the work in. Yep. And if he's not willing to put the work in on both sides, I don't know how to feel about him. He definitely has talent. Like, you hear it all the time. These guys have talent. But I'm really interested interested to see what they do with him because I really think that they got something there. They really do got something there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Bulls, I mean, solid roster. Some iffy roster choices. I wish they had more spacing off the bench. Um, because I don't think their spacing off the bench is gonna be that great, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see with this team. They're gonna be fun to watch. I definitely yeah. think they'll be fun to watch. You're gonna get a lot of posters from uh, DeRozan and Levine. I, um, for their record, I had, I had them being anywhere from the five to like the ten seed, but yeah. I think they'll be at a forty forty six games one forty six games. Okay. Yep. I can. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I had improved. them. I had them at about forty-four and thirty-eight. Yeah, I see, around there. Uh, but most... they can. I think they can easily flop that record and go thirty-eight and forty-four. I really feel like so that. I think like, yeah. some, like the it's the defense for me. But I think like, you know, sometimes when offenses are just way too. 
potent. I feel like they could have something like that. We just got to figure out. The, it's really DeRozan. I just, we just got to figure out DeRozan. Everybody on that on that team can shoot, except we think DeRozan. Yeah, that's we, we just start, it's, DeRozan's the one real like for their offense at least the one real question mark I have like what the what the hell is he gonna do? Yeah, I don't. I, I think they could have. The name is great. Bringing in DeRozan is great, right? The name is great. You bring in a guy who's a proven winner in the NBA. He can he can help tutor. Um, I mean Levine's a, Levine's experience, but. As far as being like that guy on the yeah. team, DeRozan kind of you know help him with that. Um, but like you guys said, man, like twenty five percent from the three point line, like that's just that is bad in this NBA. Like that's really bad in this NBA. Yep. So the way they use DeRozan is gonna, it's really gonna, it's really gonna determine where this team goes. I had them going forty two and forty. Um, I don't really, I, like I said, I don't see, I don't. I, I don't see this team winning at the rate that a lot of people are like putting them. I see some people having them like the top five, almost top four seeds. I'm like, I don't know what the hell y'all are seeing. But um, I think that's enough about the Bulls. Hold on, let me add, let me add an extra. Um, DeRozan and Vucevic played in college together. Yeah. So I'm gonna th- I'm thinking that's gonna be interesting. But that's it. That's all I wanted to add. I, mean, I just I want to see how that works out. There, there is that, but like these two are, Vucevic is shooting no threes way. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, he's pulling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Uh, last thing I had for the Bulls. Um, for my most improved, I had Patrick Williams. That's kind of an obvious pick. And then, for an unrealistic yeah, trade target, I put Draymond Green. I feel like if Draymond was on this team. They would kind of fit together. I mean, there's still the DeRozan thing, but we'll just skip that. But that's all I have. Draymond, is, Draymond is almost like such an easy player to put on a lot of teams because he, he honestly, like honestly, I really feel like Draymond can almost fit. As long as you got shooters and a guard that can run a pick and roll. Yeah, like he can, he can almost fit anywhere. Um, but yeah, I agree. Um, but let's go ahead and hop into uh the next team. You guys want to do the Pacers next, or who you guys want to do next? Don't matter to me. Um, I mean, is Tristan, it me? Tristan, you, Tristan do one of you. You want to go, Tristan? All right, you go All ahead. Right, I'm doing Cleveland, right? Go yeah. ahead, man. All right. So this, to me, is probably one of the most interesting teams in the league because they're not very good, but they have, like, so many young players that maybe in the next few years they could be good. Um, Cleveland, their best player is definitely Colin Sexton. There's no doubting that but he doesn't really do anything else but score that's my problem with him he just puts up 20 20 and 3 and 3 or 20 and 2 and 2 or 20 0 and 0 like that's his game and the same thing with uh Darius Garland he does the same shit 20 0 0 0 20 1 1 1 22 2 2 and they just signed Jared Allen to a crazy contract I think it's a max right I think so. Uh, it's a, it's, I, 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 it's a five years, a hundred million. I don't think they should have signed him to that, to be honest. But I mean, that's that's their choice. Obviously, they got the money. I mean, where the hell else is Jared Allen gonna go for? Yeah. So I, I would sign that too if I was Jared Allen. <laughs> I, I completely agree, but not only just because like that's Jared Allen, but then they went ahead and drafted Evan Mobley, and then they went around Which... and traded for Lowry Markkinen. Yeah, while I was gonna still say... having Kevin Love. Yeah, and I don't even see Kevin Love touching the floor this year. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think he plays. Uh, we still we talked about this earlier. Like, I don't, I don't think. I why don't they just buy him out? I don't get it. Yeah. Buy him out. Let him go. Yeah. You're wasting his career. And it's not. I don't blame Kevin Love either, because he went through this in Minnesota already. Being on a bat, he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't fit their timeline. Right? They're trying to get younger. Kevin He's Love doesn't cool. fit their timeline. Let him go to a team that can actually win. Like, what are y'all keeping him around for? Yeah, I mean, but I think the record will be around, like, 25, 57, 20, you know, like, in the low 20s area. Um, I think their sleeper all-star pick can, even though Sexton is their best player, I think Jared Allen could be their sleeper all-star pick. But the all-star caliber player up there is definitely Sexton. Um, the tra- Their trade target, I think they need to get. Um, I heard the rumors, Ben Simmons, if they got a Ben Simmons type player, I mean, it's kind of like you rebuild kind of with a LeBron-esque player. Um, I don't know if Simmons fits with all those players, but if he goes there, we'll find out. But my favorite player on the Cavs is Okoro. He's probably the most complete player on their roster, best two-way player, um, athletic, great two-way. Um, he definitely gets to the cup. I saw that in the summer league. Uh, I mean, I don't know who their coach is. Y'all know who their coach is? Hell no. Nah. Hold on. I don't think he's very good, though. Probably not. I don't. He's. I don't think he's very so good. So I, I think I told you the other day ago. Like, I was. I watched a couple Cavs games this year. They they play like they still have LeBron. Yeah. So I I don't think he's probably he's probably. You know what I'm saying? Very, like they yeah. they play like they still have LeBron, but they don't got Bron. They got fucking Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. And I love Garland, but he's he's a six one, one hundred ninety pound guard. Like what what are we what are we talking about? Yeah, he's he's a tiny guard, but I think he, I think either him or Sexton will take the biggest leap this year and be the most improved on this team. Um, if Colin Sexton's gonna improve his game, he's got to improve his playmaking. You can't just Absolutely. you can't be a point guard on the on the cat on a bad team. And just go to score all the time. I mean, you can definitely do that, but you're not gonna you're not gonna go anywhere all if right. that makes sense. Because Garland, he uh, he he, he can play the system. one. He can yeah. play the one, but it's kind of suspect. I'm not gonna lie. He, I don't think he needs to be running the one. He's definitely a two guard, but he's super tiny. He's really small. Um, Sexton. He's capable. Sexton is capable. He just needs to. Just I think he needs to. Yeah, he just needs to slow the game down and be able to run through sets and, and get his guys open. Um, like I said, I don't know. I can't really see them doing anything yeah. for real. I mean, I just see them in the lottery again, possibly. Probably. But if you guys want to add anything, go ahead. Um, how do you feel? I got a quick question. How do you guys feel about the? Because you were talking about how Sexton and Garland can get better as playmakers. How do you guys feel about the addition of Ricky Rubio to this team? Because I feel so, like that's exactly okay. what I was about to start talking about. I think yeah. he can he can right. really help both of those guys. That was actually my number one key addition for the Cavs this year. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I had the same thing. Yeah. So even as like a, just a a player, right? So he can run the one next to either of them. He's a better defender than both of them. Hope. He's a good defender overall. He's just a solid player all around. Ricky Rubio is a, just a good player. And he definitely yeah. probably will start. Mm, nah, nah, he won't start. He might. He's not going to start. Where can they Not over either of those two. 
I put. I think they'll put Garland on the bench if something is going nah, wrong. Nah, I think no way. Nah, Rubio is gonna come off the bench. He's gonna lead that second unit. Um, yeah, I said the same thing about Rubio. I really like that signing for them because of their situation at the guard spot. Um, he he can definitely help Garland and Sexton. And Sexton is a guy that I really want to focus on. Focus on. He has the ability to be a very good defender at the point guard spot. He's got the body. He's got the he's got the body. He's got the athleticism. I also think it's just a product of like. I don't think the Cavs, they don't preach defense. Like, you, certain teams, they preach defense. We're going to be tough. We're going to play on the defensive end. Yep. The Cavs are not one of those teams. Like, they're going to score. Like, that's what they're out there to do. The Cavs are out there to score. Sexton's out there to score. Yeah, but my thing is, is when Colin Sexton was playing in Alabama, he had Avery Johnson at his, as his coach, right? Right. They, they were all about defense. That's Right. That's all they were about. So, it's kind of weird to see him go from – straight like smacking the floor in college and shit to not even playing defense barely at all. But I get it. Your environment, man. Yeah, he's on a he's on a really bad team. Like I mean I don't think okay. I don't think the Cavs are really bad because they got a lot of guys. I also want to see how Lori Markinen develops because I think Markinen can play. Um his rookie year he was one of the better rookies in the league. Um I, I think Markin can play. I just think playing with Vucevic is not, not fair to him. Like, like it's just not like not fair to him. Playing with a guy like Jared Allen, I think will help him a lot more because he can be the the offensive lead big. You know what I'm saying? Jared Allen's going to be the defensive guy. He's going to worry about getting rebounds. Markin is going to be out there, space the floor, and and show his low post game or his mid post game. He's not going to be out. Timid. I think he's like he's so like. He's not aggressive at all. Like I said, he's timid, like a poor Zingas type. But I don't see him being any better than that. You can, but I, I always feel this way about young players. You can always, with a player as young as he is, you can always like, you can put things into them, right? So I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to put Laurie Markin in one category, right? Because I saw his rookie year. There is like, there is a lot of potential there. It's just all about getting that potential out of him. And, we'll, I mean, we'll see. We'll see I what mean, the Cavs do with it. To, to that point, like, well, can they? They got Jared Allen paid $100 million. He's going to play. Evan Mobley, you just drafted him with the third play, pick. He's going to play. You have to play him. Yeah, you have <laughs> to play him. Marking in. And they got, like, three other power forwards on the roster. Those guys probably Yeah, they got that, that big from Florida State. Like, he's another super-duper long, big defensive type guy so i don't like this roster construction sucks first of all um because i mean in, even in last year marketing played in 51 games 26 minutes a game put up 13 points um on 48 percent from the field 40 percent from three five like he can play like the guy can play so it's all about who's using him and i don't i don't i don't see why the cat has picked him up honestly i don't if they're not yeah. if you're gonna go out and grab evan mobley who, honestly, to me, is like Jared Allen. Like, he's just a more athletic, he's a more switchable Jared Allen, right? He's able to go out and guard guards better than Jared Allen can. But you basically have almost the same center twice. And then you have an offensive center in or power forward in, in marketing. So I'm trying to see what they're trying to do there. But I had the Cavs this year, 34 and uh, 48, I think is what I had them at, 34 and 48. Um, I think they'll win games. They'll win some games, but at, at best, 
at best, they are challenging, like, and I use that term loosely for a playing chance, at best. This is probably a lottery team again. Yep, like I said, probably top 10 again. Yeah, like, this is another lottery team. Oh, I want to note that Ricky Rubio is making $17.8 million next year, so I don't think they just – I think he's going to play more minutes than than Garland probably. I don't we'll see, man. I don't know. Garland's a young guy. He can score. We'll see. All right. Um, let's go ahead and hop into the uh, the Pacers, man. So this is a team that I feel like I'm much higher on than you two are. Um, starters, starting lineup, we're going to have uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Karis Avert, TJ Warren, Sabonis, and Turner. They got some guys off the bench, uh, TJ McConnell, Justin Holiday, Jeremy Lamb, Torrey Gregg, and a couple other guys. Um, rookies. So they added Chris Duarte, right? Um, I think he could definitely help them on their second unit. He's a shooter. Um, he could flash some defensive ability. He wasn't a he was a solid defender in college, but he's kind of a tweener. He's not a guy who can necessarily guard wings and forwards. You're not gonna put him on wings and forwards, but he's not laterally quick enough to really guard most guards. So I feel like um with some added weight, he could definitely, definitely be able to guard those bigger guards. Uh they also got Isaiah Jackson in the draft. He's a huge effort guy. Um he has a okay face-up game he's not anything special as far as putting his back to the basket or getting downhill um he can switch some on defense he um he has some potential not a huge playmaker right um kind of like i don't know i mean i'm not a great comps guy but i i really feel like montrez harrell vibes i get a lot of montrez harrell vibes from him he's definitely not as talented offensively but from just an effort standpoint uh, he's way better defensively. But just from an effort standpoint, offensively, I get a lot of Montrezl Hero vibes from him. He's going to get a lot of putbacks, a lot of stuff like that. So I definitely think he can come in and contribute as well. Um, They re-signed TJ McConnell. I personally think he's one of the best backup point guards in the league. Uh, you already know what you're going to get from TJ. Hustle, defense, playmaking, right? I think he came off the bench at like 10 steals one game. Like, the guy is crazy. Um, And he can shoot the three ball a little bit. They added Tory Craig, man. I don't I don't really care about Tory Craig. I'm not even gonna lie, man. Don't really care about Tory Craig. Guess he can shoot the three ball a little bit. He can switch on the wings and forwards. Uh, whatever. They care. They did lose Doug McDermott. Um 13 off the bench on 53% from the field and 39% from three. I mean that's not we're not just gonna say that's not a loss. But I definitely think that they can get those production from other guys if they stay healthy. Um, and then they also lost Aaron Holiday, I guess that's that's of note. Definitely their most likely all-star. I mean, we already know who it is, Sabonis. Uh, one of the best bigs in the league, period. Um, surprise all-star. I got it as Brogdon. Uh, I guess you could say Levert, but I think Levert is a – I don't know. Levert is a much more flashy player, and I feel like a lot of people don't appreciate Malcolm Brogdon because he's kind of boring, like – to the most ca- more casual fans in NBA, like he's born. But to those of us who know basketball, like Brogdon can play, super efficient, can play make as well, can shoot the three ball. Can he's really a three level scorer? Um, Fifty four yeah. ninety guy. Right. He's he's just solid as fuck all around. And then most improved, I think it's going to be Levert um, on their team. He's he's a guy that I wanted to say Miles Turner, man, but it, it's just like. No, you hear about so much. He does. What does he do? Like he just stays hurt. He stays hurt. Shot and gets injured, bro. That's all he does. Right. He He complains about not being defensive 
player of the year. Like his, his potential to shoot threes if he just took a few feet back and started stop shooting so many mid range and it hasn't happened yet. So I'm I'm done with him. Bruh, that's that's kind of how I feel about Miles Turner at this point. Um, for their record this year, man, I had them going. I think that this team is better than a lot of people give them credit for. They're super, super solid. I don't really think at any position you can say that they're bad um, at all. Even off their bench, they're pretty decent off the bench. Um, they don't really have any, like, super flashy guys. I mean, even Sabonis isn't the most flashy. He's just super skilled um, down low. I have them going 43 and 39. I think they'll be challenging. They'll probably be – they're going to be a low 7 to 8 seed or a play-in t- team. They're, they're going to be in the play-in conversation the entire year. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I like this team, bro. I, I super solid all around. They're gonna be well coached. They're gonna play defense. They're gonna play offense. Like, I don't really know. There's nothing crazy to say about this team, but there's also nothing particularly bad to say about them either. For me, it's yeah. It's for me. It's I, the Pacers are always in the mix every single year. They're never a bad team. I just think they're like, I think they're one player, like one star level player away from being in like the top half of the East every year. Um, I think that, I think Levert is the better, pl- he could be the better player from Brogdon and him, but I think that Brogdon will give you more production, but I think Levert has the potential to be a better player, if that makes sense. Or has the more, Levar. Levert has, star, like, he has real star potential yeah, from that's a standpoint. He's a much more dynamic scorer than what uh, Brogdon is. But go ahead. Um, but I think I think Brogdon will give you more production and also on the defensive end, and he's consistent. He's never he's never like a shitty shooter or a shitty free throw shooter. Um, he's gonna he's gonna give you around fifty percent from the field, forty percent from three, high eighties, maybe ninety from free throw so you can't really get mad at the consistency so because since you have a player like that you can complement it with Sabonis Sabonis is probably besides Draymond the best playmaking big in the league um hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Jokic Jokic okay okay I forgot about you I'm talking about like I mean not centers I'm not talking about centers sorry forward power forward okay I can't okay. besides Giannis I'm not really thinking of too many forwards off the top of my head. He's okay. he's power, in the conversation. Okay, power forwards. I'm thinking Draymond, uh, Sabonis, possibly Giannis. Um, I think Sabonis is is always going to be that top three, maybe top two playmaking power forward. Um, he was an All Star last year. Most definitely their best player. Um, I think the record's going to be around 41, 41, 500, just above or right on 500 team. Um, and you can go, Kasari. How much fell asleep we talking about the, the Indiana Pacers? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I got to see it. Because I don't think Sabonis and Miles Turner works. I think when it, we've seen the Sabonis really start shining when, when Miles Turner is oh. injured. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. So yep. I, don't, I don't think those two work together well. Levert and uh, Brogdon, they're straight. Uh. We just got to see how they're going to distribute the shots between the three of them. Uh, TJ Warren as well. I don't know if he's – I don't know how I he's coming right. back, right? So Who is TJ Warren, right? Is he the bubble guy? Yeah, get, or is he... He's not that guy. I promise you that. <laughs> so between 
So I'm just interested to see the the shot distribution between Brogdon, uh, Lavert, Sabonis, and then TJ Warren because when TJ Warren last like his last season, not the bubble nonsense he was on, he was a 19 point per game scorer. Sabonis is 20. I think Lavert averaged 20. I think Brogdon averaged 20. So like, yeah, we have a whole bunch of scorers here, but how who's gonna get shots? Who's who is going to get the ego to say, I don't want to take full shots a game anymore? Trade me. It's got to I mean, we know who it has to be. It's going to be Brock. I it's know. No, be. no, no, no. It's, it's TJ Warren. It's Warren. Yeah, yeah it's Warren. Yeah. Warren is between Levert and Brogdon. I think Levert would take more shots. I, I think they're fine with that, though. But the guy who needs to be like, all right, yeah. I'll take the back seat, it has to be Warren. It, it, it has to be him. Right. So, right. Because Levert is the most dynamic scorer on the team. Brogdon, to me, is the guy that needs the ball in the clutch. Like, in my opinion, if it's not Sabonis, it's Brogdon. Because um, if you look at Le- Brogdon, I mean, he was their guy in the clutch last year. Like, he hit a ton of tough shots for them last year. Um, And I don't know, man. Warren, to me, he's not consistent enough. It has to be TJ Warren. Uh, it, he reminds he, me of, like, a J.R. Smith type player. I don't know. He can, the he can up. Yeah, he can give you 50, but he can also, like, drop two points every game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Warren has to be the guy to be like, all right, I'll take a step back. They got a solid little bench. Yeah, Jeremy Lamb, UConn, Justin Holiday. Yeah. He's EJ. Still, yeah, yeah, he still goes on the team. You already said uh, McConnell. You got Cassius Stanley doing nothing on the bench. Nothing. <laughs> just, just, he's just a dunker. Man, he's just there. He's just there to play. Him and RJ. Him and RJ just useless. Uh, Goga. Uh, I don't know how you say his name, but he's actually pretty pretty decent. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. They got got a. They're just solid. The Pacers are solid. I got them at like. They're not good. 41, like breaking even 500. All right, cool. So I got them slightly above you guys, but I mean, it's two games off. All right, man. Let's get into the next team. The best team. Do we even want to? <laughs> hey, I want team. to. I want to. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the Detroit Pistons with who I think is easily going to be the best player from this class, who has the most star potential of this class, maybe outside of Evan Mobley, Cade Cunningham, right? Yep. But I'll let Tristan talk about this. Hey, listen. The Pistons, I don't see them doing absolutely anything. They're going to be in the lottery. They're going to be in the lottery again. They're probably not going to win over 20 games. Um, I do. Their best player, what? Yeah. I think it's, I think, no, 20. 20. 20 games? Just I don't hate know, man. Just I don't see them you. How many games are we Yo, this is hate. This is hate, bro. Hey, anyway, games? their best player is what? Jeremy Grant? Yeah. He's going to give you, at least last year he showed me, he can give you 20 points a game. And he did that. Oh. Oh, he was yeah. for sure their best player. Um, I think he'll do it better Jay, this season. I, I think he will average around 22 to 24 points this year. I mean, uh, I think higher he efficiency. Yeah, he definitely he definitely will. He gets better every every year, pretty much. Um, I think Cade, Cade is interesting. He's he's like a, what, he's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Seven, six, yeah. Around there, I think he'll give you at least like seventeen, six and six. That's the type of player I, I think, or somewhere I can, around. I can what get are, down with that. What, what, what did Lamelo average last year? I think he's gonna do whatever Lamelo did. 
think Lamelo. I don't know. I, 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 I think see, Lamelo's like fifteen five and five. I think he'll be. Good I think good. I think they're the same type of player, but I think Cade Cade can score better. Yeah, definitely. He's a much more dynamic scorer than but Lamelo. Lamelo is for sure better in transition. I I think that, but I think Cade is a better scorer. Lamelo's um, gonna be one of the best passers in the league his entire career. Yeah, Honestly. definitely. Um, they they don't even really have any all star caliber players. So I'm just mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant. That's about it. And Cade in terms of potential, but um, all star sleeper, absolutely nobody. That's the <laughs> only two players on there <laughs> that I think would even hear all star. Um, their most improved probably Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes is pretty good. Um, he was mentored by D Rose first year. Yeah. He did get better that year. Um. Hey, don't even. Hey, stop playing with my guy D Rose, bro. Nah, That's his. Be, that was killing me. Playing with him. Hey, I think you're. I think you're slightly underrating the Pistons, but I'll get into the reasons why when you're done. They did get what's his name, Luke Garza, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah I like big, Garza. Uh, with Missouri or Mizzo Iowa. or something? Iowa. From Iowa. Iowa. That's where the same colors. Um, he was good. He what? He won the award for something player of the year in college. They did. They did absolutely terrible in the tournament. Hey, um, it wasn't his fault though. It it wasn't because he was putting up numbers. <laughs> yeah, he hey, was. Hey, Tristan, tell me what what do you think the starting lineup for the Pistons is? That's what I wanted to get into. Uh, I know it's going to be Cade, Jeremy Grant. Um, I don't know who their starting center was last year. Let me look. You're probably gonna have Isaiah Stewart there. Um, hold on. Miles Pomley. <laughs> yes, sir. He, he, yo, he is on the roster, isn't he? Nah, I don't see him. Um, I don't see him right here either. They got okay, so they got DeAndre Jordan. Hold up. No, he, he's not no. going to play there. He's not going to play there. That was okay, so I think they're – God, this roster's terrible. Um, It's Cade. Definitely Cade. Um. Kelly Olynyk will start. He's up here. Um, Kelly, uh, Jeremy Grant. I don't know who they start at center. I really don't. Stewart. It's gonna be Stewart. Okay, Isaiah Stewart. Okay, and then their two would probably be. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't want to say Josh Jackson is starting because he's terrible. He's not. Sadiq Bay. Or our hate. Yeah. Okay, Sadiq. Yeah, Sadiq Bay. Yeah. We'll go with hey, that. Sorry. I just want to read you off something, right? This is what Kelly Olynyk put up last year. Oh, hey, he, Kelly he, Olenek, hey, he was going bro. crazy on the rock. <laughs> Nineteen on fifty-five percent from the field. Yeah, he goes crazy. And eight rebounds. Mid. I think you're slightly underrating the Pistons. Slightly. Now I don't, I don't think they're going to be. I don't think good they're going to. If they win anything into the twenty-game area, it's not going to be high twenties. Yeah, they're I not that bad. I don't see that. All right, so this is where I disagree with you, right? Cade is gonna Cade's gonna put up Lamelo numbers, right? Um, I also disagree with your most improved. Um, Sadiq Bay, I think, is gonna be their most improved player on this roster easily. Uh, even last year, he was my surprise rookie. Um, the guy can really shoot the ball, and I think he has a lot of potential two way. Um, Killian Hayes will be good. This team is very – they have a lot of 
interesting guys, I believe. They also added Dennis Smith, which could be something, couldn't be something. Depends no, on how you that's, nothing. that's nothing. Uh, Rodney Magruder is another guy they have on the roster. Um, Luke Garza, Corey Joseph, too. They got a decent backup point guard in uh, Corey Joseph as well. I don't know, man. I think his team will be around. They're going to win. I think they're going to win less games than the Cavs, but they're not going to win many less games than the Cavs. They're going to be somewhere in that. What do I have the Cavs at? 34, 48. Yeah, so that had the Cavs. I think the Pistons are right there with them. I think they're about 30. I'll give the Pistons what? 30 and 52? Right? 82 games in the season? 30 and 52. I think they're right about 30 games. They're going to they're gonna win about 30 games. I don't think. I just don't like the players on here that just don't do anything in the league every time they step on the court. They got Hamadou Diallo. They got... They have a lot of bums. Josh, Josh Jackson. They got Trey Lyles and Dennis Smith Jr. Like, those four players don't do anything anytime they step on an NBA court at all. Yeah, they have, they have a lot of just bums, bro. Yeah, so, like, that's my that's my thing. Like, okay, you got Kelly Olynyk, Killian Hayes. This is a little funny game last year. They were and, twenty and fifty last year. But that's they also played seventy two games last year. But I don't, I don't, I don't see it, bro. Which, yeah, I don't. I don't. Ah, man, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, the Pistons are. I, I really, I like this team in certain areas, and I don't like this team in a lot of areas. They literally have bums. Some of them are yeah, literally. Some, some of these guys are actual bums. Bums, yeah, they like straight up. Their bench is a straight bum. You no, know, he he's a scrub. <laughs> Josh, like, Josh Jackson is a scrub. <laughs> that starting lineup will be interesting, though. They'll, they'll be fun. They have a I really like that. Seven man, seven people, seven players. That Cade Olenek pick and roll is going to be fun. I think that Cade Olenek pick and roll is going to be really, really fun to watch and to watch their chemistry build. Because Olenek's really not even that old either. He's 30. He's how old? He's 30. He's 30. Yeah, I mean, that's not like. That's not crazy. Not super old. In this NBA, it's not super old. You got and my to- thing, my whole thing, bro, is they have Luke Garza, but I don't see his game translating to the NBA. I don't, because usually super good college players, when they get to the league, they, it's um, not the same. Yeah, like Luke Garza, <laughs> bro, you cannot be a post scorer in today's league. You have to be he's a, he's a, dynamic. You can't be like he's that. He's a wait and see guy. He's a wait and see guy, definitely. But I do think there is some talent there with Luke Garza. I'm going to hold back on my Luke Garza sucks take. Because I don't think Luke Garza sucks, but I do think that he will be a massive defensive liability whenever, like he will be like at his best. I this might not be a one to one comp, but he'll be like an Ennis Cancer, right? He'll be super solid. He'll come in. He'll get you a bunch of rebounds. He'll score some points in the. Low, he'll be a load in the low post. I really don't think he's that athletic. I'm not giving him that. He's he's so slow. Like he. Yeah, has- I'm not saying that's why I said it wasn't like a one to one comparison. But the things that Ennis Cantor brings to you off the bench, right? That rebounding and that ability to play down low, I think Garza can bring, and Garza will bring the same negatives that Cantor brings off the bench. No defensive ability at in all, <laughs> right? And he's gonna get picked on the entire time. But it's up to you as a coach to figure out. All right, is that potential for you know twelve and ten in twenty minutes? Is that enough to offset the negative seven that he might put up in that time that he's on the court in plus minus? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I like the Pistons. I like their starting seven. 
their starting seven. I like their little seven-man rotation. Um, they're going to be fun to watch just because of the fact that they have Cade. And they honestly have a nice little three-piece. If you if you consider Cade, Cade, Olenek, and Grant is not the worst big three in the league. I think the Magic probably have the worst the big three in the league. Magic are going to be dog shit, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about we'll, that. We'll, but we'll about Cade... <laughs> Linick and um and Jeremy Grant are, are not the worst three that you can have right now. I think all fit as far as Cade, Sadiq Bay, Cade, Killian Hayes, Jeremy Grant, they all kind of fit the same timeline. Killian Hayes is gonna be their defender, right? A go guard the next best guard. Cade's gonna be their score. Who? You said who? Jeremy Grant. I think Jeremy Grant is that. No, he mean he means guards, like guards. Oh, yeah, okay. in the backcourt. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna be their their guard in the backcourt. But um, what do you guys have the record as? I mean, I know what I said. Twenty five games. <laughs> I'm no more than twenty games. I think twenty five, seven. I think Isaiah Stewart saved them from being probably like a bottom two defense. <laughs> Yo. Oh man. Yeah, I agree. They're gonna be really bad defense. But so I mean, They're I don't know because. Last year they lost a they lost a lot of like close games against really good teams. They were very tough. So Dude, this, they played us. They played us so tough last year. So I think I think Celtic. I think the I mean, I don't I can I can only see improvement from last year, right? So I'll give yeah. I'll give them twenty five games. Their coach, hello, uh, fuck, Dwayne Casey. Okay, oh, yeah, he's a okay. good coach. They'll be they'll be competitive. They'll definitely be competitive. Yeah, yeah, he's a good coach. Coach. Because of that, I'll give them twenty-five games. Yeah. Okay, we're 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 all in the same ballpark. Twenty-five to thirty wins for this team. No more than thirty, though. I don't think they win just thirty games. Um, but I mean, I guess that pretty much wraps up the uh the Central Division for the NBA. I mean, for the Eastern Conference. Um, obviously, man, we got the Bucks on top easily. 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 This is this is the Bucks division. They're gonna run away with this division. I think we all consensus have a number two as the uh, what did you guys have the Bulls at? The Bulls and Pacers would be competitive on the back end. Yeah, I think I what think, did, you, I think the, the average the Bulls second but based I on put forty four and thirty eight. You put forty four and thirty eight. I, I said, had the, I said they had like forty six. Okay. I think I think we had right, Bulls so we had average the, second. Yeah, so we got Bulls coming in as our second pick. Um, and then Pacers will slide in there as the three. I wouldn't be surprised, me personally. If the Pacers are the two and the Bulls are the three in this division, but we'll see. Um, we have the Cavs at the four. We got good old Cade at the five. See who's definitely gonna Cade. win Rookie of the Year this year. <laughs> yeah, Cade. <laughs> Cade and Olenek. Cade and Kelly at the five seed. Yeah. But um, in in this division. Oh, okay. I was about to say the five seed. What the? Yeah, yeah. In this division. Hey, bro. Um, don't don't forget to say Jeremy Grant, bro. That's third guy. No. Yes. This is a Cade Cunningham podcast. No, it's not. I, I am, I'm quitting tomorrow. That's my guy, man. He's going to be such a dog. Oh, man, he's such a dog. Yeah. All right, so we're done with the Central Division. Um, like I said, man, if you guys... Time. Next time? Yeah, I mean... Is, might as well just decide it now, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do a West team or a West uh, joint next? Yeah, let's do Western Conference. Let's go West. Let's go to the... Let's go to the Western Conference. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to the Western Conference. Let's see. Let's see who in the Western Conference. We got one. I think the worst division is probably. 
Like, this is hard because the whole West is good. Basically. No, I'm just messing around. I'm just messing around. Because, I mean, you think about it. Pacific, they got the Warriors, Clippers, and Lakers, and the Suns. Powerhouses, all of them. Northwest, yeah. we got the Nuggets, the Blazers, and the Jazz. West, yeah, the West is nasty. Southwest, we got the Mavericks, the Rockets, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans, and the Spurs. I think we should do Southwest. Southwest? Okay. I think yeah, that one might we'll be the worst, Southwest. looking at it. Yeah, that's why I said that. I mean, because their best team, the Mavericks, is... Yeah, or Me- Memphis is in there, too, but... Yeah, I think Southwest. Yeah. So next week, yeah. Next week, man, we're gonna be covering the Southwest Division in the Western Conference. Uh, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Spurs, Pelicans, Rockets. We we'll have a lot of stuff to say about that. Y- y'all might as well do I, y'all research too and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But hey, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? We want to hear what you guys' thoughts are as well. Who do you guys have finishing? I mean, if you don't have the Bucks finishing as a number one seed in this division, I don't know what you're what you're talking. <laughs> But um, who do you guys have as you know the as any surprises? You guys think the Bulls will be a potential top four seed? Do you think the addition of Demar Derozan um really changes the dynamic and Lonzo Ball really changes the dynamic on that team and really allows them to reach a a new level? Um, the Pacers, man, do you guys think we're underrating the Pacers? Do you think that I'm overrating the Pacers and they're gonna suck and they're gonna win thirty four games or whatever like that? Um. The Cavs as well. Do you guys think the additions of Evan Mobley help this team? And does Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio, make more of an impact than maybe we even might realize? Um, yeah, man. Uh, hit us up. You got our platforms. You know what I'm saying? Everything will be in the link tree. Um, yeah. I mean, y'all got anything else to say? Man, pod. You know what I'm saying? I got a piece, so y'all. <laughs> it's time to go. This is done. All right, man. Catch y'all on the next one. This has been JSM. We out. Gang.